What's going on? Everybody. You've got the card board coach here with your boy, Coach Co. And team, today we've got a very special guest on the podcast here today. We've got Cassius Marsh, a.k.a. ex-NFL player, a.k.a. owner of Cash Cards Unlimited. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good, brother. I'm going to I'm gonna help you out right here, too, yeah, man. Go for I'm going to help out a, probably a lot of people, go man. Go for it. I my name is Cassius Mark. Cassius. Yes. And there you, you go. Know what? I'm not even upset, bro, because I can tell you right now, I know people that I've corrected probably three or four times and they still mess up my name, bro. So it is it is all good. But I'm sure like this is for everybody watching. It's Cassius like Cassius Clay. People call me Brandon all the time. So we're good, bro. Yeah, exactly. I know, you know, it's, it's what it is, bro. You got to learn to just live with it, you know? But yeah, uh, it's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it, bro. Yeah, I'm super excited to have you on, especially because I was, I was sharing with this with you, and I've shared this with a few of my followers, that uh, I recently started to build out a commander deck. And, like, we can get into that. I don't want to get into it right away because I want this to be about you. But, yeah, so I'm like, super super excited to uh, hear and, and just shoot the shit about magic. I mean, it's been a while since uh, I've played I mean I, I jumped back into it in like 2018 like before the pandemic one of my buddies uh he's like yo you got to get back into magic he's like it's like sick right now and at the time I was like only playing standard and I think if commander wasn't I think commander might have just started and he's like it man was, like go for it yeah no no it was around it was yeah. around it just like nobody was really talking about it. And I think that's kind of around when it started to like, uh, you know, catch a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like where it's come since like 2018, dude, but like how far it's come since then is, is, is nuts. Uh, it's, I mean, it, it's to me, it's saved magic. I mean, it's the, it's, it's everything for magic the gathering, bro. Like, you know, standard, like you were only playing standard back then. Well, that's like, it. Now that's pretty it. Much yeah, nobody man. Playing standard and everybody plays commander. So it's kind of crazy. So talk to me about, so how do you feel about like reprinting iconic cards? Right. So like I, I, Mana Crypt has been now reprinted like three times now, I think. Right. And that's a card that is and was a very expensive card. I mean, even the reprints are kind of pricey, but you know, when we started to get into like these reprinting and especially when it comes to commander decks, I mean, they kind of want to make these cards accessible for everybody, right? Yeah, I um, I think that the reprinting is what it, I, I think that the reprinting is is a good thing for the gameplay base okay. um, for the people really playing the game, which is majority of magic. You know, I, I do think that it's good. It's good for um people who are trying to get into the game of magic it helps the point of entry you know from a price standpoint on on you know the level of decks that you can play and like you know how quickly you can put together a deck you know what i'm saying like yeah crypt was is i don't know i think it's at like probably like 150 or something like that or maybe yeah. there's some you know cheaper copies but at one point it was like mana crypt was like 200 dollars and yeah you know, some people's whole decks are like $200, which I, I, the whole budget thing is, is just like blows my mind. I don't know how people do it, but, um, I think that it's a positive thing. I think it sucks for the people who really like were into the collecting side, especially for like modern cards, like non-reserve list. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's a small pool of people. And, you know, I, I think in the long run, it's going to be good for, for, for the growth of the game. So, 
you know, I don't love it because I, I was, you know, one of those guys that liked collecting. Um, yeah. I was just like, hey, look, they're going to reprint everything. I'm just going to liquidate my collection. You know what I'm saying? And I'll hold yeah. on to the reserve list stuff and I'll have my eight decks, my my eight decks belt out and, uh, and, and just have fun with it and just be like a gameplay guy like, you know, like the rest of the the magic population so which was uh, like kind of what it's built for though do you know what i mean exactly, yeah exactly. so it's like you know I, how can you be against you know um yeah. helping out you know helping people um access the gameplay of of magic the gathering so I, i'm not against it i think it, it is what it is like um not my favorite thing in the world but i think it's necessary for the growth of the game do you think that the old the older copies the earlier copies stuff like alpha uh, do you think those copies as a result of all this, you know, reprinting should be a little bit more expensive than they are? Cause I find that the, like the price difference isn't a ton. It, like it might be two, two and a half X. They're dropping right now. Yeah. Um, it's because, because of the way Watsi is reprinting the modern stuff and they're losing faith that they will respect the reserve list. And I've spoken to a lot of the big whales in the community and people just don't feel safe. You know, they don't feel protected by a Watsi. They feel that Hasbro has, you know, come in and, um, you know, made it all about profitability, which is, you know, what, what the, you know, it's what the, it's business, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, as a business owner, like, I totally understand, like, this is not me speaking out on, on Hasbro or anything like that. But the problem is, is that you, when you start a company and like your whole, your whole spiel, your whole deal is like, we're about the player pool and it's like players first and collectors. And like, we're going to do this reserve list to protect, you know, uh, to protect the early investors and like all that jazz, you know, but then you go on a reprinting spree and then you do the magic 30 stuff. And, you know, you do all these things that, you know, that they're not, you know, you're not really protecting your investors, uh, you know, the people who really, really invest a lot into the game. So it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. You know, if, if, um, you know, over the next couple of years, if we, we feel better about, you know, um, them about Watsi not, uh, you know, reprinting the reserve list and you feel more confident about that, I think the cards will go up and, and also, you know, it, reserve list stuff is reflective of like what the market looks like. So, yeah. you know, not to get into like politics or anything like that, but like the general market here in, in the States and, and stuff is like just the general market in, in, in the world right now is not the healthiest. So, yeah, that's understandable. Talk yeah. to me about how, I mean, how did we get to this point where now you have one location, right? You have a, you have a, an actual shop, you're opening a second shop. You are very prevalent in the TCG realm. Um, uh, you know, I known for magic, but obviously you've you've got some range. Yeah. Ex NFL player. How does that transition? So I'm actually I'm still uh active. I I just I haven't right. been, I haven't been signed to like so <laughs> last so I tore my ACL. Uh I, and this was kind of like a thing. Like when I tore my ACL at the end of not last season, but the season prior, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't go to social media. I didn't announce it. The bears didn't announce. I actually asked the bears not to really make a big deal about it. And, um, you know, everybody just figured like, Oh, cash just decided to stop playing. Cause he's got this business and you know, it all makes sense. You know, I, I just didn't, 
I didn't want to make a, a big deal about it. I just wanted to to rehab my knee and, you know, build my business and just lock in. And um, and so, like, there's this common misconception that I'm done with football. And, you know, who knows? You know, I, I might be, you know, I might not make it back into the league. You know, um, the, the league moves on. Yeah. And, and that's just the reality of the business. But, um, you know, I'm still working out, still waiting for an opportunity. And if it comes, then I'll go out there and play ball again, play the game that I've loved for my whole life and will continue to love my whole life. Um, but in the meantime, uh, I, I've been really, really enjoying building this business and, and being a part of the community that I've I've, I've grown to love um, since I was a young kid. And, um, you know, as far as like how we got here, man, I I've always wanted to open a store um, for, you know, as long as I can remember, probably I can I can remember thinking back like, you know, 14 or 15. You know, I was at Friday Night Magic at my local game shop. Shout outs yeah. to Hidden Fortress. They're still they're still open in uh, Simi Valley, California. That's where, you know, where where my love for Magic the Gathering really grew. And, uh, you know, I was sitting in there thinking, man, this place is small, kind of stinks. You know, <laughs> it's not the cleanest place in the world. Yeah. You know, you know, there's not a it just felt like it could be so much better. And I always just thought, like, man, why are why are card shops like why are card shops like this? You know, because it's like it's you know, yeah. Hidden Fortress was probably one of the better examples, you know, than, yeah. than like a lot of these other places. And I just always felt that, you know, there was a, there was a lot of room for improvement. So like, I was like, man, I'm going to go to NFL and I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to make a ton of money. And then when I'm done playing, like I'm going to open up a shop and I'm going to have a ball just nerding out all day long, playing magic, collecting Pokemon. You know, I, I had a love for sports cards as well, but during that time, sports cards were kind of like black, you yeah. know what I mean? I was like the nineties, yeah. you know, early two thousands, you know, there wasn't that, 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 you know, that market people were kind of over sports cards, right? Like just cause the overprinting happened in like yeah. the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Junk wax era definitely ruined it for a lot of people. And and so like, you know, for me, it was Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon is what started my love. And then I, I found Yu-Gi-Oh! and I loved that. And then Yu-Gi-Oh! kind of, you know, got away from what they were doing and I got over it. And uh, and and I went into the shop. I went into that Hidden Fortress shop and uh, asked them for magic or asked them for Yu-Gi-Oh! first. They said no. I said, oh, well, do you have Pokemon? I said, no, we're a Magic the Gathering shop. And uh, from that point forward, dude, I was a Magic the Gathering all the way, bro. And um, so anyways, man, I, uh, you know, uh, over the first couple of years, you know, after the whole debacle of getting like my, my card stolen and becoming a, you know, kind of influencer through like that viral moment, I had, um, deals where I was getting product for, you know, for, for, for just doing like posts and stuff like yeah. that on social media. And I started, I hope I, I stored like probably like half a million dollars worth of, uh, worth of like sealed product in a storage closet uh he, here magic cards magic or cards, like everything you know? no just magic cards okay. you know that was that was my thing it was magic yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah i just kept like i opened what i wanted to to get uh, build my collection and then you know i put whatever was left in 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 storage and you know um you know three whatever four years ago when when the market started kind of booming from from like just before covid like really uh took off yeah 
um i was like man it's you know it's now or never i see like the the i see the you know the rise and i see uh, you know everybody's getting into anime and all this nerdy stuff's like kind of trying to you know become popular i'm like if i don't open this shop now you know it may be too late you know in the next couple of years and so while i was still playing for the uh for the steelers um we opened up the shop and uh and, and built it up and you know Four, you know, three, four years later, we're we're here now. I've got my location in Thousand Oaks, California. Um, we've got a booth at Frankenstein's, the legendary Frankenstein's collectible yep. show, and um, we we just signed a deal to open up a second uh, shop location at the Woodland Hills, uh, t- the Topanga Canyon Mall here in Woodland Hills. So, um, blessed man, and, and grateful to all the people who supported uh, Cash Cards to to get to this point and you know, eager to keep building, man. I think there's a lot, there's a lot still out there for, for trading cards, man. And I think a lot of people see that and a lot of people are excited about the future. And I've been one of the guys that's been telling people for a while, you know, and uh, now it's starting to, now people are starting to get it, you know? Yeah. It's it's interesting to see the transition from like the COVID hype into where we're at now, where I think there's significantly more stability I don't know if like we're at that, you know, a true stable point in, in the markets yet. I mean, like you talked about previously, I mean, the global economy has somewhat to do with it. People will always collect, but it's just a matter of like new entrants and having disposable income and stuff of that nature. But it's been interesting. I know I, I didn't pull the trigger during COVID, especially when it came to magic, because I thought that the price of some things were like, I was like, this is too high. And at the time I was like, this is a game that like you have to play with someone else. There really wasn't like uh there was, there was no, you couldn't see people. You couldn't hang out with maybe a very small group of people. And I'm like, these people don't play magic. If they did, yeah. I'd probably go super hard and we would yeah. be having a different <laughs> conversation. But I'm like the people that like, you know, you're just a group together with people. We had some pretty severe lockdown conditions in, in, in uh, Canada and in Toronto specifically. Yeah. And so I just, uh, I was like, I'm going to hold off on this. And I've always kind of been, I've been paying attention to, you know, new releases and I'm like, oh, they released Mana Crypt and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool. And uh, that's why I decided I'm like, I gotta, I'm going to jump into this and uh, mess around a little bit. It's interesting. You mentioned, you know, the, the Pokemon to Yu-Gi-Oh to Magic. Cause I that was, that's like my trajectory as well. Or like I started Pokemon. Then I got into Yu-Gi-Oh. I got like very into Yu-Gi-Oh. Hard. And again, it was like, I was all about the dueling. Like, I don't give a shit about like the collecting aspect That's of Yu-Gi-Oh. I was like, duel, bro. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh. duel, yeah. <laughs> and like, especially with like the holographic, like the, the, the dual disc. I'm like, bro, if that thing was real, that's game over. <laughs> bro, if they, I'm telling you right now, if they come out with an old school Yu-Gi-Oh, right? The old school game, not this new stuff. I don't know nothing. I about agree. It, with, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with it, but they the come new out links with and all that other shit. With the thing and the holograms, the monsters are going to show up, bro. (laughs) I'm there. I'll drop a straight bag on that game, bro. Like yesterday, I would have, I'm telling you like that. Yu-Gi-Oh was so sick and they had the show was phenomenal. Uh, Yeah, dude, Yu-Gi-Oh was dope. And then, you know, it kind of like lost, lost some of its, Well, you you just kind of like get older, right? Like, it's like, you kind of like mature a little bit and you're like, ah, you know, this is like kind of kitty now, you know, like. Yeah, and, and it's like I feel like I magic's magic like a natural progression. Like, Pardon? Yeah, magic's the natural. It yeah. is. Like yeah. it's harder. 
it's way harder to play. It, it's way more. It's extremely. I think Magic's the most complicated, probably most challenging <laughs> game in the world. Like, have you tried to explain far. it to someone who's never played before? It you can explain it very simple, but as soon as they start playing, like start watching people who are at expert level, they're like, "What Impossible. is happening right here?" It's like it's it's crazy. Bro. When you like <laughs> sync like three or four or five cards, it literally feels like you're casting a spell. <laughs> oh, it, it's crazy because you got like the stacks, right? The stacks. Yeah. Like, people yeah. don't, like, what does that mean? And, yeah. and it's like, it's like the last, like explaining to people that the last spell casted is the first to resolve. To resolve, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I remember when I first, even yeah. it's still to like probably until I got back into the game, I was like, this is so stupid. But now that I get the game, it makes sense. Like it makes sense if it's like a stack of like, like to-do list or something, you know, it's like the something on the the first thing, even if it was that the stuff on the bottom is, you know, might've been put there because it was the most, uh, most notable at a time. Like this, you start from like last to first. Yeah. And the interactions, just everything, man. It's so complicated, but it's an amazing game. Like I have so much fun playing it and, and uh, you know, there's the collectability to it. The art is amazing. And uh, the community is, is dope. The community can also be toxic. Um, that's every, one every community is like that, man. I think magic though. I think magic though is like the, the toxic community that does exist is potent bro yeah it's potent bro like if you piss off those reddit those reddit team like the reddit guys on magic for magic i'm telling you bro those guys what do you gotta what do you gotta do to piss them off i don't know i'll never find out because your boy is your boy is like i'm i'm like all positivity all love you know who who, i'm gonna support everybody love everybody you know what i'm saying like uh it's it's crazy, man. Um, but you know, the game is wonderful and I've met so many cool people. I think that's one of the, my favorite parts about magic is just like how many dope people I've met through the game. Um, you know, like Posty and, and Joe Manganiello and like, um, you know, uh, like Joe Johnson and just like all these, all these people who I just like would have never in a million years met had it not been for magic, the gathering, you know? So, uh, it's uh I just I don't know man I love the game I'm very very passionate about the game and I'm passionate about about trading cards man because you know you just you just have so much fun it's so it's so pure you know yeah. even like even just opening pokemon cards with my son like he loves it dude yeah yeah he loves it I, he he gets far like is, does the show does the show still run what's that does the show oh, like on, yeah it does 100 yeah. he was watching it this morning really? bro like i was getting him ready for school this morning and i really? put one on for him to watch and 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 we were low-key late this morning because like i started watching this show <laughs> and i'm like oh shit like we gotta go you know it's it's uh pokemon's just so good and yeah it's it's awesome bro. i just love trading cards and uh it's dope and even sports cards bro it's uh i got to go to the national this year which was amazing um you know getting to see that like the national was just so healthy and and so alive and so many cool people out there i got to meet a lot of cool people and um you know give away some stuff and like see the kids like you know what i mean it's just it's just yeah. awesome it's it's uh the community is alive bro the, what is it Where's, what's my boy uh my boy over there at backyard breaks he said the community the the hobby is alive the hobby's alive the hobby is alive it is the hobby is alive bro How's uh, how's Posty in real life? 
the nicest, most genuine, most generous, just sweetest, coolest human being you've ever met, bro. He honestly, and this is like really just like no, no bias, no eye telling. He's probably one of my probably my favorite person I've ever met. He's my favorite celebrity by far. He's big, bro, probably one of the biggest superstars, top 10 superstars in the world, bro. And the guy is so genuine and so nice. And like, I've never, I don't, I've never, I've never even witnessed any, any sense of like negativity from the guy, dude. He's just, he's so cool. And he's a big old nerd and he just loves to, to game. He loves anime, he loves magic, the gathering, you know, he loves collecting. Uh, I fucking love that guy. I consider him like a brother, bro. I love Posty to death, bro. He's a good, 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 good person, bro. What else Great. does he collect? Fucking dude, uh, <laughs> I got to go to his crib That's in Utah crazy. and he collects like fucking armors, really like, like ancient armors and swords. And uh, and uh, I know he's into um, I know he loves he loves like guns and stuff like that, so I'm sure he's got a quite a collection of guns. Like, I grew up in California, so like we, you know, we can't have like you know, guns are just like, yeah, not yeah, accessible. yeah, like so. I've never, yeah. never had them, so he didn't really show me, but um he collects that i think he likes cars you know uh but i think mainly bro mainly the collectibles is 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 cards bro like he, sick he just is a collector in general i think he just likes you i feel know, like if you collect one thing you just collect so many things right like i, I, I and, just in art like you know it's all like collect the great part about collectibles, bro, and like you know, it's kind of probably not the the smartest thing to say, but like it's a great way to wash your money, bro. Like, <laughs> you, know I mean? like you, you, you can you can hide a lot of money into like one little, you know, if he it's never true. told anybody about that the one ring card, like he could have easily put like two mil, like you know, like that yeah. shit is gone. To be fair, know? I don't think he told anybody. You know, I don't think it was oh, him. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, I mean, he's a celebrity, bro. He doesn't have to tell anyone shit. I know, I know. Watch him all day, you know, it's like, but um, I know. yeah, yeah, he's a true collector, man, and just the overall just phenomenal person. So, Talk to me about some of the stuff on the shelf behind you. Dude. Uh, What's like your favorite thing on that shelf? Well, my favorite thing on the shelf, bro. Uh, are those like, are those like flapjacks? What are those, man? These right here? Yeah, what are those? These, uh, so you've heard of the company, The Real Autograph? No, the real autograph.com. Okay. These guys do, um, they do off like authentic, um, all through like Beckett, they do signed autograph, like, um, memorabilia. So like this is full size helmets, um, oh, the Flaming Hot heroes, these things right here, these things right here, authenticated nice. jerseys signed by like all the NFL superstars. They started to do like baseballs. Um, they do mini helmets, they do pops, um, they do all that kind of stuff. So they're a memorabilia company. They're fantastic, bro. They look like um, giant cereal boxes. That's yeah, intention, yeah, intentionally. Yeah, branding intentionally. is genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah branding yeah. is genius. So yeah. shout out to my boys over at therealautograph.com. Um, you know, I've got some game balls here. Um, when I played for the Cardinals, we beat the shit out of the Seahawks, and I, you know, and I had just left the Seahawks, so. I, I had a good game against them. They gave me the game ball. That's sick. And then this one right here is another game ball. When I was with San Fran, we played the the Raiders. I had uh, like two and a half or three sacks or something like that. And then um, all of this is just like a bunch of Ron English stuff. Like 
just animes, you know. I got my my all my little anime girlies right here. I love my anime girlies. <laughs> waifu for laifu, you know. Nice. Um, you know, we got we got my boy Yugi up there. Yeah. You know, we got Naruto Gang Gang. We got Broly, of course. Broly's the goat. Um, you know, we got we got a little bit of everything, bro. We got Bruce Lee over there. Show love to Bruce Lee. Um, got all kinds of cool stuff, bro. We got uh Oh, we got you probably can't see it. I don't think it's in the picture right here. If you see right here, yeah, we got yeah, yeah. my uh uh my boy Steve Aoki, one of his little pieces see right it. there. Shout out to Steve. That's my dog. He's also extremely nice, very humble celebrity, love that guy to death, super kind guy. Um, and then right here, Ooh. we have an alpha black lotus. Um, this is probably one of my favorite things that I have currently right now is absolutely beautiful, uh, card, big, like, you know, Holy grail type card. Um, got a bunch of cool stuff, man. This is like my man, Dan. I just love nerding out in here, man. What about the black Lotus, you know, what speaks to you? Like, aside from the fact that it's an iconic card, of course, but is it, is it like how you acquired it? Is it, you know, just like, a cool. Like a summit moment for you, you know, like what is it? Oh, I've so uh well this one in particular is the first Alpha Lotus that I've owned. And um the way that I got it was really cool. I was in my TikTok lives. Um, if you don't follow me, go follow me on TikTok right now. I go live, we do sports, memorabilia, trading cards, Pokemon, magic, all that stuff. So go go hit me with a follow. But I was in one of my lives and this guy came into the DM and was like, hey, do you buy full sets of older collections of magic cards? It's like, absolutely. We buy yeah. all that stuff. Like, send yeah. me a DM. So I get down my stream. I go check my DMs right away because I'm always like, oh, well, like what, what kind of collection, you know, yeah. what, what are we working with here, you know? Yeah. And all I read is I have a full set of alpha all the way to, and after I heard full set of alpha, I said, I don't fucking, after that, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I don't care. I, I said, dude, I will, I want the collection. I will fly out and, and work out a deal. I'll be there. Give me a couple, give me like 10 days and I'll make my way out there. In less than 10 days, I went to, um, I went to Idaho and, um, worked out a deal with the guy and, and, uh, and 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 source the collection and and that lotus was was the uh was the was the big piece in the collection. So you graded it yourself. I did. I graded it with That's Beckett sick. At, at um at the national. I graded it with Beckett at the national, and yeah, it was sick. The guy, the guy was really cool. He had a dope story, bro. He was in the military, and uh, he's just played magic with his boys to stay out of trouble. Um, one of his buddies had like been a, more of a collector than a player and he got a divorce and, and wanted to sell his stuff. He needs some money. And that, that, you know, he had a full set of like alpha beta unlimited and, and like whatever he bought, bought the full set for, I think, like he said, like 10 or 12 K. And uh, yeah, I bought his collection for like 400,000. And um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's awesome. I love the guy. He's like a good friend now. He he he's loved the he loved the experience so much that like he's actually uh looking to invest in cash cards. So like that really? was just, yeah, man, it was cool, bro. Like he's like, what if I wanted to forego one of my payments and, and just invest in the cash cards? And I'm like, dude, like that's you know, like what cooler way to find an investor than like, you know, 
like in that type of situation. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just cool. It's like one of my, it was like my first real big collection that I had sourced to. Um, through and, TikTok. Uh, yeah, through TikTok. You know, shout outs to TikTok, man. If uh, I, I absolutely love streaming on TikTok. I have a lot of fun. And um, they're doing a great job of making sure that they um, are selective about the type of people that they bring onto the platform. No bums. Um, and any, any bums that, that's, that are on there selling, they, they'll ban you in a heartbeat. And, uh, you know, said any bums, <laughs> it, dude, no bums. This is a no bum section, you know, shout outs to TikTok, And, uh, yeah, so it was, this is a great experience. And, but as far as like black Lotus is concerned, bro, it's just, it's the Holy grail, you know, it's, it's the Holy grail. It's like, Orden, it's like owning a, a, a Jordan rookie, you know, it's like Orden, o- owning that, that Fleer or that, that Mickey mantle or that. You know what I mean? That LeBron James rookie or whatever, whoever your guy is, you know, Mike Trout, Otani, like whatever, you know, whatever your your grail is like, this is my grail. And uh, and I got it in in, in in a good story from a good person. And uh, yeah, so it's just it's it's dope, bro. Like every magic player in the world wants to own one of those, you know, so it's, it's yeah, for sure. That's it. Do you have like another copy that, that you like put in decks or no? It- and like, not, if you wanted to play with it, like, do you just keep it? Not, not alpha, bro. That's a hundred and forty thousand dollar card, bro. I know, it's I like, know, I know. Not, it's just, it's, it's not alpha, you. but I have a no ban list deck that I play, um, with Posty and like a couple of other buddies that that you know that have the money to yeah to, to put into uh you know like a fifty thousand dollar deck or whatever. And uh, you know, I have a, a unlimited Black Lotus that's that's in that deck, you know, okay. so yeah. I uh I mean it's still a big card. It is. It's still yeah. like a you know 10 10 15 k. That's what I mean. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's a lot of money, bro. Like I'm not downplaying it. It's just the alpha yeah. alpha lotus like, you know, you'd be silly to put that card into a, into a deck, bro. It's yeah. just reckless. Yeah. But there, you know the you know the crazy part is though, bro. Tell me. Is that old school Magic the Gathering players, they do that. Yeah, of course. They, there's a group called Alpha 40 and they play tournaments with only alpha cards and they're playing these cards. Like they're playing with alpha lotuses and alpha everything they're playing. They're shuffling up decks. Like Bro, the first time I put mind. a magic card in a sleeve was like 2018. And I've been playing since like 2000. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, exactly. And there's those guys that will play. Like, like, they're like, why are you putting your card in a sleeve? They're meant to be played. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. these cards are now worth like, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Like, I don't care what you guys were doing in freaking 90, <laughs> bro. It does not matter to me. Okay. Like, I, I, I just, it, it's value. Yeah. I believe in protecting my investment. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's understandable. I just find it hilarious. What's uh, who's your go to commander? Teferi, Teferi, uh, temporal archmage. Nice. Yeah, the planeswalker. That's cool. Yeah, he's nasty. And favorite land, uh, Misty Rainforest. Misty Rainforest, the particularly the art by Ryan Yi, the expedition art by Ryan Yi. Guys, dropping artists and everything. I like it. I, yeah, yeah. No, Ryan Yee's a homie. We actually did a collab play mat uh, back in the day. Um, I had this concept that I had been like thinking about like for a long time, and uh, he, we were able to collab, and he turned it into a dope play mat for me. So it's like it's like a battle mage me uh, riding a polar bear and fighting. What? Off 
Yeah, it's sick, bro. It's sick. I don't I don't have one here with me, I don't think, at the crib right now, but yeah, it's it's a it's a dope play, Matt. You know, go to cashcardsunlimited.com if you guys want to check it out, man. It's it's a uh it's a sick play, Matt. So go check it out. What what's your hope for the hobby in the next little bit? Um, you know, I don't know. Have you seen what's happening with the whole card porn situation? Um guess no, maybe. You're allowed no, to say no. No, please uh Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So card porn recently uh oh card porn card porn yeah dude yeah dude okay before before i get into answering yeah. that the question about like how i see like you know whatever yeah so dude that guy is that guy is a trip okay so i did a video with him at the the at chicago in chicago at the the nationals really i did a video i had no idea who the guy like i you know it was my first you know whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. you know he, at that point he was not in trouble so like i was just like oh he has got some good social media it's cool do a little collab whatever you know what i'm saying um and we we just did a feature on like heritage and uh and like the stuff that they had in there because obviously heritage has a bunch of really cool stuff and so yeah. whatever we kind of we kind of I, I did a video of my own while he was kind of just filming me do the video or whatever and um you know, he like we were we were like taking like uh video and pictures and he just kept like avoiding being in in the in any in video videos pictures, yeah. right? And I was like, hmm, like that's really weird. And then I said, Oh, it's so I was like, I was like, I like when I met him, I'm like, oh dude, you're like you're the card porn guy. And he was like, Shh. I was like, What? Why? Really? That's so weird. I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, you know, you're just like uh maybe you're a hermit you know you're just like a little recluse like yeah, 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 yeah like and uh and then after that um after we did that video i had this guy reach out to me he's like he looked like a fellow like a card shop owner or something like that and he was like hey did you get any pictures with um with the guy like you did he's like you did a video with card porn recently right and i was like yeah like you know it's on heritage you want you know um you know it's, we, we just covered like heritage stuff or whatever and he was like well did you get a picture with him and i was like that's a really weird question to ask. I literally yeah. said that to him and, and yeah. he never responded because I just felt sketched out by it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. He, he, why would you ask me that? And uh, anyways, man, I, like, you know, I really had no interactions with him a- after that. And then this whole thing came out and I think some people kind of shared some of the details, but I'm not, I'm not so much into, into like, into drama. I just know he, he messed up real bad and he scammed yeah. a, bunch, a good amount of people. And, uh, you know, that's that, that type of stuff bro. I just, I don't, I don't get down with bro. I, I really, I, I just feel like the hobby's so pure. I feel like it's such a, it's such a joyful thing, man. It's something to be protected. So like when people like that come in and they scam, like, I really have no idea what he did. I just know he scammed a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I just can't, I don't, I don't get down with it, bro. I think that's, that's awful, bro. So whatever, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever consequences he has coming to him, man, he deserves it. So Yeah. I guess my question is like, what can we do to like, keep that hobby like pure, you know, like how do we, how do we keep it intact? How do we make it so that like people don't get screwed over and don't get scammed and they know, you know, where to turn to. Cause I mean, this was an account with like a hundred thousand plus followers, right? Like, and and was like looked at for like information and yeah. and as as a as a quote unquote watchdog right it's like so like how do we keep this hobby pure is the question i guess i want to ask 
you know, I, I think that, you know, uh, the scammers just have, you just have to call out the scammers, you know, and I think you have to be educated. I think more people need to educate, um, the common buyers, the common collectors on like what to look for and, you know, how to, um, how to go about like, you know, making sure things are authentic. And like when you're making big purchases, you know, um, just taking the extra, the extra precautions, you know, like if you're like, to me, if you're buying a card that's, you know, over 50,000, you know what I'm saying? Like there should be some, like, you should be able to send it back to PSA and, you know, and make sure like, you know, that that slab is authentic and, you know, there's gotta be some, there's gotta be more, ways that that don't cost you money yeah. to 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 you know like i think i think the grading companies need to do a better job of just in general they need to do a better job but they need to do a better job of taking care of the the community and stop being so greedy um yeah. with, well like bgs doesn't even offer like an authenticity guarantee right like it's, bro, don't get me on bgs yeah. bro. don't yeah. get me started on beckett bro like if they if they if they didn't still demand a premium on you know on on uh magic cards bro like i you know i would have never graded a card with them bro because every interaction i've ever had with them has been bad you know nobody i know likes dealing with them they're not willing to work with anybody they don't guarantee authenticity yeah. so how do you what are you what are you doing that what are you paying for you know yeah. And then, you know, but the problem is, is like the options, the other options aren't that great either. Like there's a lot of issues with PSA and, you know, I think they're trying, yeah. you know, I think, um, and I think CGC is, is trying, but like every time I turn around, there's some crazy issue. And then, you know, the way that they handle, it's just, I think really the grading companies, like they just have to do better. And, uh, you know, I, I think that we, we as a community just have to call people out more often and uh i don't know man it's it's that's a really 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 tough question yeah uh, but i think i think man i think if we like stick together i think i think these these big companies coming into the into 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 this is is, yeah. is great because you know bigger companies that that have more um that have more uh more to lose than just you know like psa you know all the greatest trading cards you know like that so it's that's it you know but yeah. like someone like tiktok someone like DraftKings, someone like fanatics you know someone like like ebay they've got all kinds of categories you know what i mean so like yeah. these companies are, are gonna you know i feel like they're gonna come in and help like make it more authentic bring more money more jobs into the into the hobby bring authenticity and, um, you know, like I said, like I said, shout outs to TikTok um, because they're doing a good job of making sure that the people that are selling on their platform, they've got receipts from distributors. They've got receipts on where, you know, wherever they're getting, you know, their their supply from like it's coming. Really? From, yeah. That's awesome. In order, to be, in order to start being a seller on on TikTok, you've got to show them where where you're getting your um where you're getting your supply from so if you're if you're not getting your stuff from distributors if you don't have receipts on like where you're getting you know your supply you're not you're not going to be streaming on the on, on on the platform and like shout outs to fanatics like i have an overhead camera right here um that you guys can't see but 
they they force you to use um an overhead camera that 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 shows everything that you're doing it's not on screen but like you know they're making sure that if you're selling something on their platform that you're doing it the right way and they're not accepting they're not letting any of the any of the 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 scumbags in the in the community be a part of 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 the growth so and you're I running so you're running three cameras going into fanatics live Yes. Yes. Well, technically, I think you. Oh, yeah. Well, you run three cameras. I don't think you have to. You can. Yeah. Yeah. It's three cameras. I mean, there's certain ways to set it up to where you can have like one image, like you can put OBS into one category. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah. It's, it's three cameras. So you got your front facing your, you know, your card facing. And then there's an overhead camera that um, that's not like fed into OBS and not projected, but like they're monitoring. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Fantastic, bro. That is fantastic. Yeah, I, I know because like I read the terms when they initially when they first launched it, and I was like, three cameras is like sounds like a great idea, right? And then I, you know, you watch a few streams, you're like, wait, there's only two. No, and uh no. but there's a third one you're that yeah. you're saying. Yeah, they're monitoring, they're monitoring, and they're not gonna show it to you know, they're not gonna show it to because if the third camera like makes it really hard, like the streaming and like you know, might overwork the fair. system or whatever. But yeah. they're monitoring you, like you're, you're not, you know what I mean. There's none of that whatnot <laughs> shenanigans, <laughs> you know. Nobody's getting Blake Martinez out here. Everyone's getting called out this episode or shouted out. Apparently, it's like it's I a care, bro. It's I more, keep it real, bro. I keep it real. Like it just is what yeah, it is. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, I'm. Yeah. I've always been honest and like. And honestly, like to be real with you, bro, it probably doesn't like help me that like much. And like sometimes in business, but like. I am just an authentic person. I believe in being real and, yeah. and being honest. And uh, you know, people mess up, and I and, and you know, and, and like I'm no one to judge. I'm not perfect by any means. Like I've I've messed up before, and you know, I'm not perfect by any means. But like I just the scamming stuff, like stealing from people, like that's just I'm just I can't do it. Especially bro. your people, bro. You're stealing They're from your, your people. people. That's the fans, worst part. Bro. You're stealing from they your love people. you. These people like low key <laughs> worship you, bro. Like you're there. You're like you know. I have okay. guys that are military vets that'll hit me up and be like, dude, like your stream makes me. You know, I've I've had a hard time since I got out of the military. I miss my boys. Like your stream makes me. I'm like, dude, how could you scam somebody that's like, like you know, I should kill. And me. a lot of times it's like twenty bucks or like thirty bucks. I'm like, bro, what are you fucking doing? Twenty extra doing, bucks man? per purchase. You I know don't I mean? understand. But if you do that two thousand times, bro. No, I understand for sure. But like, you know, it's like, man, it's just not. Like, it's not worth it. You're playing like short. Like, you're thinking way too short. You know, like, and again, like you. I guess you never really know what people are going through and whatever, right? But it's like yeah. I, it just baffles me. I'm like, you, you have these people that. They 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 cared enough to bring you here basically, and you're just gonna send them out to pasture. Yeah, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get into the details. Of yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. But I'm I'm eager to see how it unfolds, bro. Because there's some people on the on the uh the inside of 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 whatnot that bro. Were that's that's what's baffling. very very close to that situation. That's what's baffling. I'm pretty sure he's an investor. Oh oh, I know he is. And there's he's got a bald head like you. I'm like, bro, how is this how is this happening? Crazy, bro. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Like I I, I'm just waiting for it to unfold, you know what I'm saying? Like 
the chickens what do they say what are the chickens the chickens uh, come home to roost i think yeah the it? chickens come home to roost yeah exactly exactly so Seriously, yeah, though, man, is that um i have what you gonna say before no I, I was just saying like you know we gotta stick together we gotta keep like keep the riffraff out man you know get after people that are doing things the wrong way and you know unfortunately with that comes like people like constantly being like sketched out like yeah you know and accusing you and like not even accusing you but like how do we know you're not you know scamming yeah. like keep your hands in the in the video at all times and it's like damn dude i'm just streaming like yeah i'm just trying to have a good time like don't stress me out with that stuff i'm not trying to steal your 20 dollar pack bro yeah 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 you know is there a big market for graded magic cards Yes, but it's like, uh, pretty much strictly like reserve list stuff. Okay, okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, because I'm like, I can't imagine someone grading like an ultra modern magic card. Uh, you will like you'll start seeing the um, you'll start seeing like the serial arts cards get graded. Um, like I graded this card right here. It's like a a pre release uh Liliana foil, nice Japanese uh pre release like um super rare and really really hard to find and like it's one of the more popular like art cards um that guy is one of the original like anime artists like, what's his name shout outs to uh yoshitaka amano just like a big time artist a uh, big time anime artist so like you know that's one of the one of the cards that was super highly chased after but it's not that good you know yeah. so like the problem with magic is it's like if the card's really good like nobody wants to grade it because that's what like, i mean that's that's kind of why i was like i can't imagine like because like i can't imagine grading a magic card right like i mean unless i own like a like i mean an alpha lotus then sure fine you know but like most of the stuff like i mean if, even if i have like a mount mox diamond or like i've said it before like a mana crypt like i I'd, I'd be playing with those right i just think they're cool to have in your deck right like it's like you have and, to to the point where like I like I said I did not sleeve a single magic card until I was like until like three four years ago five That's years not, ago I don't approve of that I don't <laughs> approve of that. just so you know like I like I like we've had we've been on the same page for pretty much yeah I don't know what to tell stream, you man. but like that right there I don't I don't approve don't know what to tell you <laughs> yeah it's fine like I listen like you know what I mean to each yeah yeah own. I mean like I've I've learned now I mean I can't I can't not sleeve them now because. uh just like coming from the sports, like you sleep everything, you know, everything gets sleep. Like even like two, three dollar cards get sleep because you don't know they might turn into like more expensive cards. And that's actually one of the things I found most interesting about Commander is like cards I remember used to be so cheap and like really didn't have much of a use in like standard. If you expand it, you're like, holy shit, that card from 10 years ago is actually so pretty damn dope now. Yeah, yeah. That's the cool part about that's one of the things I love about Commander is like how it's brought a lot of the older cards that are just like were just useless and like like Lion's Eye Diamond. Yeah. Bro, Lion's Eye Diamond? Nobody knew about that card. Nobody yeah. knew anything about it. Now it's like a $500 card, bro. Yeah. You know? That I mean, it, it was like nothing, you know? And now it's it's in it, that with with uh with Underworld Breach is is a dub. Yeah, you know, two mana to win, zero cost card with one one colorless and, and a red mana, and I win the game. It's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. God. So Commander, that's um, awesome, dude. I love it. Yeah, you and me both. Um, I'm excited to continue to build this thing out, and hopefully, we play some time. I want to thank you for jumping on with me today and educating 
you know, some of the potentially sports card listeners, uh, a little bit more about magic and more importantly about who you are as a, uh, you know, as a person and, and in this space, I think that people kind of get the gist of, I mean, you've been, you've shouted out so many people, you know, and that's, I think that's says speaks volumes to, you know, who you are as a person and really trying to make sure that everyone gets love and, and that, uh, we commend the good things or, you know, there's everyone kind of gets what they deserve out here. Right. So I really appreciate you for doing that. And I'm sure the community does as well. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks. Thanks so much for jumping on. Appreciate it, bro. I appreciate it. Let me, let me do, let me do one last little, little no plug away, uh, man. Plug away. Where can people find you? Yeah. Um, You can can find me, you can follow me Cassius Marsh on TikTok, Instagram, um and then as far as cash cards unlimited we're on youtube um everything cash cards unlimited youtube tiktok um you can follow us on fanatics instagram all that good stuff guys um i want to shout i already shouted out hidden fortress shout out to hidden fortress my original store um shout outs to uh to all the content creators on tiktok you know what i'm saying there's a bunch of cool ones out there if you go check out my 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 tiktok there's a bunch of dope dudes and, and if you're out there making content you see this video you know what i mean send me a dm so i can check out your content and and i'll show some love and i'll drop into your content and i'll drop into your comments and stuff like that but um i just i love the community dude and i love building up other people and i love how many how many people we see like creating like pokemon content and sports content and you know, Magic the Gathering and just like all the love, man, you know what I mean? Show more love to more people. Don't be afraid to hit that like button. Don't be yeah. afraid to drop a comment and share with your friends, bro. You're not too cool to press the like button, guys. Yeah. You know, show some love. Appreciate that. Team, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Cardboard Coach. Coach Co and Cassius Marsh are out of here. Peace. <laughs>